it's God first, other second, yourself third. The unique and cool thing about it is if you have that perspective, it comes back around to benefit you. Presents the pursuit. Go inside the locker room as Iwu Hoops trades the pursuit of me for the pursuit of three. Welcome to episode 5.16 of the pursuit. I'm Jeff Clark, one of the basketball coaches at Indiana Wesley. In our last episode, we heard about the team's beginning in the conference tournament. Today, we'll go to the conference championship game and see how the theme of joy fueled aggression continued. In the first half, Coach Osborne will interview the seniors and Kyle, who organized the locker room day of prayer the day of the game. In the second half, Coach Osborne will interview the freshmen and hear what it was like to be in a locker room under leadership like this and the confidence they had going into the game. I'm joined now by seniors Kanan Coffey, Trevor Harrell, and Tanner Rubio. And guys, we're taking a look at the conference tournament we had the theme of joy field aggression, but this all leads us up to the, the conference tournament championship game. And it was a special day. You guys were trying to lead intentionally throughout the course of that day. Kanan, take the listeners behind the scenes. What happened that day and how did it come about? Yeah, so that morning, um, usually we on game days, we'll go in and shoot free throws and um, just to kind of get in a rhythm and, and get some shots knocked down. And um, that day, it was just on my heart to, you know, spend some time in prayer with the guys. And so, um, I talked with the other seniors and, um, you know, we just wanted to do a, uh, kind of something that was talked about in the previous episode, but just kind of prayer stations with our guys. And so each one of us, um, Tanner, Trevor, and I, we kind of were in a different part of our locker room and, um, you know, we just spent time, you know, guy after guy would come to each of us and we'd pray with them individually if there was anything going on. And, um, I, I think that would, for me, was just something that, um, you know, I had done in past years and really felt like it calmed my heart going into a big game, but also just kind of brought me back to realize what this is all about. And so, um, I think I just wanted to pass that along and, um, kind of wanted us to be the example for the next group of guys coming in and, um, just to show them that, you know, this really is more than just a game. And um, just to really make sure that, like you said, we were being intentional about that and using our, um, you know, our platform as seniors to be able to impact those younger guys. I think one of the things that's interesting about that is, again, you as upperclassmen, you guys get a lot of freedom. And I remember walking down that hallway and I had no idea that that was even happening. And there you guys are lining the hallway or and talking with different guys. And as a coach, it's obviously awesome to see, but We've heard from you, Kane, in the past, and Tim's going to talk on this in the second half, but just this idea of vulnerability, and it's, it's not an easy thing to, to open up and maybe share some of the things going on there, but Tanner, for, for you, as you're sitting there talking and praying with these guys, how did vulnerability play out there, and then how do you think that translates to the court? Yeah, I think, I mean, it instills confidence. I mean, like Kane kind of said, just when he was when he was an underclassman and kind of went through the same thing, he... You know, he was out, he was able to you know free his mind and be vulnerable with an upperclassman who's been there, who's done that, who's you know seen a lot, done a lot. So, I mean, it was unique to be in that situation. Just you know, hey, how can I pray for you? And you know, guys went up and you know just said, hey, I'm worried about this. 
And it's something, it could have been so little, but it could have been something that was going on at home. It could have been something that was just on their heart all year that they just wanted to be free from. And, and it was amazing to see not only was that prayer allowing them to be free from that, but it was allowing me and that individual to become even closer, as I'm sure it did Trevor and Kanan, with each individual guy on that team. I think it was just so unique. And going into that game, it can kind of be easy to forget how you felt as an underclassman, but there is kind of this standard of, of hey, we're going to go out there and compete for a title. Kanan, in your four years, I think you played in the conference championship game all four times. Harold, in, in your three years with the program, you won three straight regular season and conference tournament championships. How do you think the way you're carrying himself or yourself influences how these guys approach the game? Yeah, Coach T made it pretty clear that, uh, you know, Bethel, the team we were playing in the conference championship, they were playing for everything. Their, their season was on the line. Um, and we pretty much had our ticket punched to the national tournament, but they had to win this game in order to get there. And not only that, but, like, it was a conference championship. Um, and I know some of the guys were thinking, well, we won two in a row. We won the regular season conference championship. So, like, we have to win this. Like, there's a lot of pressure. But um, it was just instilling confidence in the guys, you know, going telling them to go out there and just play free like we're not gonna hold them accountable if they make one mistake or you know or whatever it's a team game and uh and we win and and lose as a team um and so i think just like encouraging them to just go out there and play unconsciously and and without second guessing themselves i think that's just what allows those guys to go out there and just play their game and unconsciously we did play especially in the second half we end up going on a 62 32 run if you will and win by close to 30 points we win 109.77 and just running away with it um but what do you guys I'll start with you Tanner just remember about that conference championship game goodness I don't know it all happened pretty fast I mean it was just I remember actually in the first half um obviously the key to the game was not to let them shoot and my man had three threes on me in the first half. <laughs> so, I mean, nonetheless, I remember Coach Tonegal, you know, we're going down back on offense after a man just got a three in my face. And Coach Tonegal is just, hey, don't let him shoot. <laughs> it's like, you think I'd get it after the second, you know, second chance. And then later on in the game, you know, it happens again. A guy gets a three up on me. And then I look over to the sideline and, you know, lo and behold, you're you're yelling at me too. Like, hey, like, what do we have to do to get this through your mind? Like, not <laughs> like like this is our game plan. This is <laughs> this isn't an option. Like you need to guard. And, you know, you and I got into a little bit and, you know, we had a moment at halftime where, you know, we just we looked at each other and said, look, we're on the like we're on the same side here. You're holding me accountable. I need to respect you and a game plan and like get outside myself so that you know we can go out there and win a ball game and i remember like we had like a very intense moment where it was like this is like because remember the key to the game was finish what we started right joy field aggression but yeah to some degree finish what we started right so it was just like i remember having that moment where we were just like hey like let's finish where we started and that you and i had that moment where we went back to my official visit months ago where we had that conversation and the same conversation you had trying to get me to commit there. And I was just like, whoa, like 
whoa, like this is going to be my last game in Lucky to the first day I stepped foot in Lucky. Like, wow. Like, that was just like, that will stick with me forever. That was a, that was a funny day. Well, then we come out of that, and Tanner, I guess this is a fitting time to talk about just your your tournament run. I mean, I think as a coaching staff, we knew to some degree, like, as Tanner continued to figure out what it would look like for him to to play within with these guys, with this team, our team could go to another level. And uh, I'm just going to read some stats here. In the Mount Vernon game, first game of conference tournament, you're 6-7 for 13 points, 6 assists. In the semis against Spring Arbor, you're 7 for 8, 17.6 assists. And then in the championship game, you're 6 and 9, 17 points, 9 assists. And, I mean, I had to go back and look at those sets. I didn't even remember it was that good. But <laughs> you just grew in both on the court, off the court, to a point, place where you were allowing and helping our team to go to another level. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't start there. Goodness, that first Mount Vernon game will stick in everyone's mind forever that was just a train wreck. <laughs> but no it's just I think it was just a product of everything finally coming together I think you know to, to be consistent means that you know you're not thinking about anything like there's nothing that's holding you back from playing freely and that was what I finally got to experience I mean obviously there were you know the whole season was like a roller coaster but I mean towards the end I think it was at Taylor that last regular season game where I had a double-double with no turnovers. I mean, that was I was beside myself. I've never done that before in my life. And just to, like, see that happen and, like, I'm just – it helps having teammates that believed in you throughout the entire season. And, like, it, like, Trevor, before every single game, would always remind me, hey, make the simple play. Every single game. And then it goes back to, you know, Kanan always holding me accountable, like, hey, let's get this guy a shot or – hey, you know, shoot the next one. It's that confidence that each guy instilled in me that was able to just for it all come together. And, you know, obviously it's all fine and dandy, but at the end of the day, I mean, I just wanted to win. <laughs> and let's go back to as the game's wrapping up and you guys are getting the chance to, to come off the court for the final time. What was that like for you, Trevor Harrell? Yeah, so I check out with like about, I don't know, a minute left. And I, I hadn't realized that that was my last game in Lucky. Um, but I, I'm walking out, I'm walking, walking off the court and, you know, the crowd like, you know, gives me a little standing ovation and I was kind of confused. And I was, you know, hugging every coach and I got to Coach Clark and he was just like, you see this, this is, this is all for you. And what you've done the past three years has not gone unnoticed and this is what you deserve. And I've mentioned this on previous podcasts, and you three should know of all people that I was, you know, in my head a lot this year. I'm pretty frustrated at times with buying into my role, but um, that moment just gave me the the validation that everything I had done for the team the past three years, and especially this year, um, it was worth it, and it hadn't gone unnoticed, and it made me feel like I was, you know, on top of the world for that little moment. And then I go down the line, I'm, I'm dapping everybody up, giving them hugs, and um, the last person I see is Kanan. And we just sort of like stopped and stared at each other for just a half second, but, and we just knew it. We just sort of broke down, and it felt like that hug lasted for 10 minutes. Um, but it was just you know two brothers embracing each other last time they were playing on the same court, and um, that's a moment I'll cherish forever, for sure. And you guys walked off Lucky Arena, all three of you guys 
for the final time, undefeated season at home, um, and been some some time, if if not ever, that that IW has done that. But then go back to just that celebration, getting to go out there and receive the banner, hoist a trophy. Kanan, what was that like? Just after so many years of hard work uh, in your final game at Lucky Arena, to just be a part of something like that again. Man, it was it was super special. I think you know freshman sophomore junior year to be able to get to the conference championship and then two of those years to win it was special but i think these guys can agree it's just something it's even more special your senior year um just to be able to end kind of on top but then um it just really feels kind of like you said that everything like all the hard work all of that had paid off for that moment and just to be able to celebrate with those guys and um you know you think back to june even to junkyards all that and to see how it paid off seven months later was was so much fun. And this group was so deserving of it just because of how much work they put in. And um, I think it was just a testament to how well we meshed together as a team this year. So it was definitely, it, man, it was a blast. And, um, you know, at the time didn't know it was our last game, but um, it, I think that just makes it even more special. What was it like getting to walk around the court, take pictures with your teammates, uh, there's one picture in particular I love of seeing all you guys together on the bleachers. I mean, there just seemed to be this camaraderie and brotherhood that just all got capped off after that that national or that uh, crossroad league championship. Yeah, and I I'm not sure if it was because I'm a senior that I sort of was more aware, but I felt like this group was just special in so many ways, and I mean that like not even on the court, but like off the court. Uh, it just felt like we were one unit, like one just group of guys that just loved every other person on the team. And, you know, that's that was a really special feeling. And then to go undefeated at home, win the conference championship, it's to be able to celebrate with my teammates, man, that's just, it was a great feeling. I can't really describe it. This podcast was created to take you behind the scenes of building an I Am Third culture in a basketball program. But IW Hoops believes this philosophy can translate to any context. As we enter this one-minute halftime, we want to let you hear from our sponsor, Insurance Management Group, who is building a culture of I am third in the insurance industry right here in Indiana. Here's IMG President Trent Daly. Pursuing the I am third lifestyle has helped me grow as a leader in all aspects of life. Putting God first, my colleagues and customers second, and myself third has impacted IMG in ways I couldn't have imagined. At IMG, we have a passion for people and helping them achieve their goals. We are not just an insurance agency. We are a culture and an experience. You should expect more from your insurance agent. Visit us now at www.insmgt.com. Now back to the second half. I'm joined now by freshman Noah Smith, Tim Adetukasi, and Spencer Piercefield. And, fellas, we're going back to the championship game from this past season. And, again, the theme had been joy-fueled aggression. But we get to that championship game, and obviously the seniors have had a big impact on your life, and they've been leading all year. Tim, when you look back at what the seniors did and the influence they had on you, what is it that just sticks out about those upperclassmen as you're preparing for that conference championship game? Um, I definitely think it was just there was nothing new about the leadership for that one game. I think the seniors since day one 
since summer workouts to September conditioning, the leadership was never wavering. It was so consistent. You just kind of expected it to always be there. And and then obviously them leading you because you just have respect for them because you know the stuff that they've been through because they've been vulnerable with us. And so when you see them kind of, you know, change themselves into this type of leader, it's so much easier to just respect them and follow them into battle for each game, you know, so it's super exciting. And Spencer, for you, what was it like just, again, watching and observing and learning from these these seniors and upperclassmen during the course of your freshman year? Yeah, I think one of the things I noticed more than anything was just how much they sacrificed for the team and the guys on the team. Um, you know, being around Kanan a lot, he didn't have a lot of free time, but whenever he had free time, he was always trying to find ways to just bring us together as a team, um, whether that was through different Bible studies or uh, just getting the team together to have prayer time. Um, I remember a, a really cool moment that all the seniors did with us. It was either the day before or the day of the conference championship game. Um, before our walkthrough, they just they called a little meeting and said they just wanted to each of them wanted to meet with each player individually and just spend some time uh, talking with us and just spend some time in prayer before the championship game. Um, and that was just a little glimpse into what they were doing throughout the season and kind of just how they were always looking to bring us together as a team. Tim, what, what do you attribute some of that confidence that, that you had going into that championship game? Um, I think just like coming back to that vulnerability thing, uh, like you said, the leaders of the team, the captains, uh, Kanan and Mango, they really, um, there was an emphasis placed on being vulnerable with each other and just keeping it real off the court so that there was a trust developed way before we even stepped on the court to play any games, which just makes it so much easier to play next to your brothers because it's like you just trust each and every one of them because off the court, you're just able to talk with them about how you really feel and how you really, and you get to see that drive and passion each of every one of us because we just know that the next guy's going to fight to the very end so and you mentioned some nerves spencer for you there's got to be a little bit of of nerves going into a big game like this what were you thinking how are you processing this game yeah there are definitely nerves going into it just as a freshman um and this being the biggest game that we had played in the year so far um but i think there's also just this excitement that we had because this is winning championships is something that we had been talking about since last June when we got on campus together. And that's just um, always a part of the conversation that we have. Um, and now to just have the first chance to be able to do that was really exciting. But kind of like Tim said, I think more than anything, myself and I think the team, were, we were just confident. Um, and I think my confidence kind of came from just looking up to the older guys and seeing how confident they were and um, just realizing like if they're confident, then like, I know we got this. We just follow their lead and we'll be fine. No, for you, you had a different experience that day. Uh, I don't think you even got the chance to be around during some of these prayer times and other stuff that was going on because you were sick. Take us back to, to how you were feeling uh, come game day. Yeah, I, I remember I, uh, the days leading up to the game, I was I felt like I was getting sicker by the day, but I didn't really want to say too much. And then I remember waking up um, on game day and just feeling absolutely terrible. I tried to go to the uh, team free throws and stuff like that. Then Coach Tonigal sent me sent me out because he could just tell I was wasn't feeling the best. And then I remember just that whole day just really wanting to play, but not knowing if I would be able to. And um, just I think 
me being able to play, end up playing in that game just kind of came from the respect that I had for the seniors and for everyone on the team, just like wanting to battle through whatever um, and be willing to just sacrifice whether that was even playing time and stuff like that just to win this championship with everyone. And fast forward into the game itself. Uh, we had an offensive explosion throughout the conference tournament, but we put up 109 points um, in, in the in the championship game. And honestly, it was a back-and-forth first half. But yeah. Spencer, you got a steal and led to a buzzer-beater three to end the half. Noah, what do you remember about that that play? Man, I remember I was sitting on the bench, and uh, Spencer got the steal right in front of me. And I remember just seeing him get the steal, seeing him look up at the clock, and then everyone on the bench just automatically stood up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I could just tell by the look in his eyes, like, as soon as he got the steal, he knew he was going to come down and shoot it. And just the confidence that I saw in him then, and then when the when the shot went up and he made it, just his reaction, that was maybe the most emotion I've seen out of Spencer. And just the whole bench just running and uh, rushing the court, that was just amazing. It was amazing to watch. And Noah, coming back to you, this ends up being the last game that we play with this senior group. Mm-hmm. What was your attitude going into that game and then how did it change kind of after all of this stuff hit? Yeah, well, going into the game, I was just like, this is our first this is our first time at a championship and we're like this is about to be the first of ho- hopefully what be a national championship coming afterwards and we were just ready to get like our tournament game started off. And but now looking back at it like that was our last game we played together, but I mean, luckily we went out with the win. We we could say we ended with the end of our season with a conference championship. And and Tim, for you, I think this is is influenced how you're gonna look in the future, how you're gonna play in the future when it comes to to maybe not taking games for granted or not exactly knowing when the next time you're gonna get a step on the court with your brothers is gonna be. Uh, yeah, I think it definitely it definitely helped me learn some things. Also, being my freshman year of playing, when you when you see the like when we were at the tournament and they finally confirmed that the tournament was canceled, just the the raw emotions that you could see in the seniors who had given their all, Trevor, Kanan, and Rubio had just poured their hearts into this entire season. And so I think going into next season, it's gonna. there's so much more fueling this team and myself, more than just, oh, I'm representing Iowa. No, I'm representing the guys before me that weren't able to accomplish it not because of their own doing but because of things out of their control so I think it's just there'll be a a different type of fire that will push this team this season honestly and we we end up getting the win obviously win our third straight conference tournament championship what was it like just a culmination of work from a season both for you guys and then obviously to send your seniors out on top I think for me just Seeing the joy that Rubio had and just winning that game, you know, coming from, you know, where he came from and not not really winning anything at his old school and just coming and winning this conference championship, seeing the joy he had with that was just super cool to see. Then, you know, just the hope that we had for the national tournament and the hope to win in that was also cool. Yeah, I would just say that after after we won, it was just – really cool to be with all the guys and just to think back at 
the long off season that we had just leading up to this and um, just kind of looking back at all the hard work we'd had with the two a days and the 530 a.m. practices and um, just to see all that hard work kind of pay off in that moment with that championship and um, just see just see Rubio um, with his championship and it was just a really cool moment. On the next episode, you'll hear about how the team was feeling as they were heading into the national tournament in pursuit of the program's fourth national title. In the first half, Coach Tonegal will join and explain why he had more confidence in this team heading into tournament play than in any previous group. And in the second half, Kyle Mangus, Seth Maxwell, and Tim Adetukasi will share about their growth and the feeling they had heading into the tournament. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Pursuit. If you were challenged to grow from this podcast, please rate or review us on your podcast platform or share with those you know as it helps multiply the impact. If you have a question you would like to ask IWU Hoops on a future episode, hashtag AskIWUHoops or email jeff.clark at indwes.edu. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Hoops. Join us next time right here on The Pursuit. And remember, if you want to be first, first find a way to be third.